We're tabling the football talk one more time this week. Try to end on a bit of a more fun note as we look forward to the men's basketball season. The media around the Big Ten voted for various uh, things, standings, Big Ten Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year. So we'll take a look at that, discuss some things. There's a lot of IU players, uh, one specifically I'm sure you can think of, featured in that list. And uh, preview, start previewing the men's basketball season. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, October 8th. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletic News. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. Appreciate you guys making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're available for free wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts, as well as on YouTube. If you guys can take a moment, head on over there. Just give us a a subscribe. Easier said than done. Give us a subscribe. Support us over there as well. Really appreciate everything. Uh, This is our 50th episode, which I'll talk about a bit at the end, but a bit of a landmark, a lot of fun I've had doing this up to this point. As I mentioned in the opening, we're going to talk some men's basketball. It's something a little more fun than what the football team has done through the first month of the season start kind of previewing the men's basketball season because it is only about a month away before the first official game. It's sneaking up real quick on us. So uh, with the bye week, obviously, this week for football, it's a perfect time to take a little peek at the men's basketball season. As always, as I mentioned, you can subscribe to us uh, wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. I post uh, daily there, let you guys know when we have new episodes live, so you guys are sure to not miss an episode. So on uh, Friday, well Thursday I should say, you're listening to this Friday, on Thursday uh, the Big Ten media uh, revealed their, uh, I guess, rankings, preseason poll, awards, all that. So officially the Big Ten doesn't do a media uh, Big Ten administered preseason poll. Uh, So a handful of media within the Big Ten, uh, Adam Jardy of the Columbus Dispatch, Brendan Quinn of The Athletic, organize it to where two people from each of the 14 conference basketball beats vote 1-14 to league finish, preseason player of the year, preseason freshman of the year, preseason all Big Ten team. Uh, For the Hoosiers, at least one of them, not sure who the second one is, but one of the voters was Zach Osterman of the Indianapolis Star uh, took part in this. But we have the full rankings, the standings, the uh, votes and everything. So it we can jump into it. We'll start first with the team aspect. Uh, the Big Ten basketball preseason projections, uh, the order of finish. So the top two favorites are actually tied. Michigan and Purdue are both um, both came in with 373 points. Michigan had one more first place vote. That tells you gives you a sense of where we'll be heading into this season. And you're going to hear a lot of names from those two teams when we get to the individual awards. 
But I think those two are in a tier of their own heading into this season. Uh, I would be pretty surprised if neither of them, or if they don't finish 1-2 in some order. Uh, Shout out to Juwan Howard, who uh, has really turned that Michigan program around. He had some kind words to say about Mike Woodson uh, and just saying he knows his team is going to compete and uh, from start to finish during games. Uh, it was Big Ten Media Day, I believe, on a Thursday. There were a lot of quotes coming around, but it didn't sound like there was one consensus area. I wasn't really sure. I couldn't find a lot of info. But uh, Juwan Howard obviously spent a lot of time in the NBA where Mike Woodson came from. So they're familiar in that regard. But Juwan Howard had some nice words. And he's really built that Michigan program back up to one of the top, not just in the Big Ten, but in the country. So those two are going to be in a tier of their own. Next tier, I would say, and kind of based on the voting, you have three teams. In some order is Illinois, Ohio State, Maryland. Uh, those were the three, that was the order they came in, Illinois third, Ohio State fourth, bit of a drop off to Maryland. Maryland's kind of in between. Uh, there is, when it comes to voting totals, um, they were quite a bit behind Illinois, Ohio State. So maybe there's an argument that Illinois and Ohio State are kind of uh, separate in that regard. Illinois had three first place votes. That was the only other team to get any first place votes other than Michigan and Purdue. There was quite a bit of a drop-off between uh, Purdue to Illinois. So I guess the argument could be made it's an Illinois-Ohio State tier. Regardless, after those teams, it gets a lot more crowded. Uh, It's a much bigger tier. It's kind of just the middle of the road. Uh, You could include Maryland in there. You have Ohio State, Michigan, Rutger, Iowa, Wisconsin, Uh, A lot of teams are going to be in that middling pack. Uh, When it comes to IU, they were seventh in this preseason poll, exactly the center. Uh, Maryland, we mentioned, in fifth. Michigan State in sixth. Uh, Indiana in seventh. Rutgers eighth. Iowa ninth. Wisconsin tenth. All those teams from Maryland to Wisconsin are separated by only about 120 points, which considering the amount of teams is not necessarily a lot, a very mixed up group in there, which honestly is probably where I would peg the Hoosiers coming into this season. Uh, I am a firm believer in Mike Woodson. He's won me over. I was very much on the opposite end, and we'll dive into some more of this as we start to preview the season more in depth, but I was very hesitant about his hiring. He certainly won me over with his off-court stuff. Uh, I'm becoming much more of a fan. And if the on-court product matches what he's been able to do off the court, I'm going to be all in on Mike Woodson. But for right now, there's just a whole lot of uncertainty. We couldn't even, we did an episode where we really couldn't even nail down a starting five for the Hoosiers. So uh, if you can't (laughs) nail down a starting five, it's hard to put you right now anywhere above middle of the pack. So the Hoosiers firmly right there in the middle. I would say best case scenario, they could be contending with the Illinois and the Ohio State in that tier. Uh, Worst case scenario is something resembling the Archie Miller era, both in terms of the product on the court and the result. 
So certainly uh, a high variance there. And then the bottom teams, you're looking at Nebraska, Northwestern, Penn State, and Minnesota wrapped up the, the bunch. They were last by some margin. <laughs> they uh, finished with 34 points. Uh, Northwestern and Penn State tied with 81. So I know that was a lot of information. Just to summarize it, Michigan, Purdue are 1-2. Illinois, Ohio State are 3-4. And then after that, it's a mess, to be quite honest. You have Maryland, Michigan State, Indiana, Rutgers, Iowa, and Wisconsin around out the top 10. After that, pretty big drop-off to the bottom of the conference. It's going to be interesting to see how the Hoosiers uh, head into this season and where they end up landing in the Big Ten. They have a pretty soft uh, non-conference schedule that we talked about, which on one hand could serve to allow Mike Woodson and his staff to uh, get a bit of an easier start to implement things, but that means it's going to be quite a bit tougher when it comes to Big Ten play. There's going to be quite a jump up, so uh, we'll see how that plays out. But that is your look at the team standings and where the everybody came in at. Individually, there was uh, not n- quite as much of a consensus, a lot more interesting results, I think, before we do that, though, speaking of college athletes, Built Bar, if you guys didn't see, it's probably about a month ago at this point, go search up Built Bar uh, giving the, the BYU walk-on scholarships. If you ever needed another reason to support this company outside of their really, really good candy bars, uh, the Built Bar, I guess, company gave scholarships to all the walk-ons at BYU. Uh, for the football team. So head on over there, watch that video. If you don't know about Built Bar, uh, they have a ton of delicious flavors, like I said. They have something for everyone, whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, double chocolate, orange, cookies and cream, my personal favorite. A very controversial one, as we've discussed, but it's my favorite. I enjoy it. You guys can try out whatever flavor you want. You can try out multiple flavors with a mix box as well. They're not only tasty and delicious, they're healthy as well. Uh, You got 17 to 18 grams in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, high in net carbs. You got amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com to get 15% off your order today. As I mentioned, the individual awards were a little more interesting, I thought. So for Big Ten Player of the Year, uh, there was a bit of a consensus. Kofi Coburn, who briefly entered the transfer portal, comes back to Illinois after their kind of frustrating end to the season in the tournament. Uh, He is back with, um, with the Illini this season. He was a monster, both kind of physically and in terms of play last season. Seven-footer, 285 pounds, absolute unit, who was one of the best players in the conference last season uh, and returns looking to do the same. Averaged 17.7 points, 9.5 rebounds last year. uh, Was one of the top players, um, second in the league in PER, player efficiency rating, Uh, And it's an advanced stat that kind of looks at 
how effective you are when you're on the court. Obviously, when you look at last season's stats, Luke Garza is at the top of everything. So if you're second, that means you're the top returner. And Kofi Coburn was uh, the top returner in a lot of categories. He received 11 of the votes for Big Ten Player of the Year, which is double up second place. But once you get to second, it's a lot more crowded. Jaden Ivey of Purdue had five points coming in in second place. Uh, not shocking considering where the uh, Boilermakers are expected to finish this season. Uh, as we mentioned in their poll, uh, he averaged 11.3 rebounds. A little bit of a quieter season, but big expectations for him coming into this season for a really loaded Purdue team. I hate saying that, but EJ Lytle uh, was right there behind him at four points uh, with Ohio State. He's one of the main reasons they are going to be in that second tier. Uh, he averaged 16.6 rebounds last season. Another guy who was right up there near the top in things like PER. He was right behind Trace Jackson Davis and win shares which is an estimate of the number of wins contributed by a player due to his offense and defense. Uh, so he's a guy who was important to that Ohio State team, will be important this season. Trace Jackson Davis was tied for fourth with Hunter Dickinson of Michigan. I don't need to tell you a lot about what Trace Jackson Davis did this season because if you're like me, Trace was the reason you kept turning in, tuning into the games. That team was very frustrating to watch. And admittedly, there were a lot of games where I just didn't care to watch, and I would follow on Twitter, see um, how the team was performing, and then turn it on later in the game. If I did watch a game, it was because I wanted to see how Trace played. Excited for him to come back. If you're looking at people, kind of the top returners, Trace is really high up on a lot of lists, uh, statistical lists, I should say. He was sixth in, he's sixth in PER last season. Uh, you have a handful of guys that left that he will that he passed. He was fifth in win shares that we just mentioned. And just when it comes to raw stats, he was fifth in points last season. Uh, and he was fourth in rebounds. Uh, Luke Garza was ahead of him in both those. So it's he's one of the top statistical returners this season. Uh, we mentioned Hunter Dickinson tied with him and Travion Williams right behind him. Brings up an interesting kind of discussion of what Trace would need to do to be, be the Big Ten Player of the Year. Uh, the There was also votes for the Big Ten first team all Big Ten. That was a mouthful. Preseason first team all Big Ten, which was the five, first five guys we mentioned. Kofi Coburn, Lytle, Dickinson, Ivy, and Trace were your five, by quite some margin, those were your five. It really wasn't close. Travion Williams had half as many votes as Trace, and then everybody else after that was pretty far away. Uh, it's really kind of a six-horse six race, so to speak, uh, when it comes to the Big Ten, at least coming into the season. Uh, so what would Trace need to do? Because he's in there with those... Uh, top five, top six, if you want to include Williams. It, it, it'll be interesting to see. I think to some degree the Hoosiers have to win. Uh, I know it's an individual award, but they're not going to give it to a guy who is on a 
sub 500 team or anything like that, unless he's just putting up incredible stats. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he just replicates last season, then he's going to be one of the top scorers in the conference. He's going to be one of the top rebounders in the conference. Uh, and it would be interesting to see if that was enough. I mean, you're not going to have a, a Luke Garza, I don't think, in the Big Ten this year, who's National Player of the Year caliber. And a couple of the guys that finished ahead of him, uh, like Garza, have departed. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what what he does statistically in this Mike Woodson offense. Obviously, he um, he's going to be the focal point. Mike Woodson has talked about that. In a more modern NBA offense, will he have more chances to score? Uh, there's been a there was a little bit of talk about wanting him to shoot threes. How much of that will be added to his game? I'm still pretty hesitant on that. That'll be something where I'll believe it when I see it. But simply, if he just replicates what he did statistically last season, I think he's going to have a pretty good case for Big Ten Player of the Year. He would probably need to improve a little bit because there's certainly going to be guys that are going to take steps up. EJ Lytle obviously will have a bigger role. Trevion Williams will obviously have a bigger role. Jaden Ivey as well. Um, a lot of these guys, Hunter Dickinson, obviously Michigan lost a key, couple of key players. So a lot of these guys are stepping up and roll. With Trace, <laughs> he certainly. I don't know how much more of a bigger role he can have. He was used quite a bit last season, uh, usage percentage of 29.5, which means 30% of IU's possessions ended with Trace either scoring, passing, getting fouled, something to, to that effect. So that is a very high number. You typically aren't going to get a number that or much higher than that for a big man. So it'll be interesting to see how much, or what type of role he has within this offense and what it would take for him to be in the mix for Big Ten Player of the Year. If the Hoosiers do compete with the the Illinois and the Ohio or not yeah, Illinois and the Ohio State, excuse me. Um and Trace does replicate last season, he's gonna have a really strong case, uh, just on a statistical measure for being the Big Ten player of the year. So be interesting to see how he fares um, in that individual race this season. There's also voting on preseason freshman of the year and a name left off that surprised me a little bit. So we'll talk about that and talk about have a similar discussion with a certain Hoosier who, again, I'm sure you can guess. But I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're still going to talk about uh, the Big Ten Freshman of the Year race. When we're done with that, make sure your second listen is the Locked On Big Ten podcast. We won't be on there this week. Uh, we halted all football talk. I was, I was done talking about football. I wanted it to be happier this week, so we'll be on there. Hopefully next week. Uh, go over there. The big Iowa Penn State game is coming up. Give them a listen. Speaking of that game, we talked about it yesterday. What? who we, uh, me and Austin, if you guys missed yesterday's podcast, we had a guest, Austin was on, where we talked a lot of football, if you want to hear about it. We talked about the offense, about Michael Penix, about Jack Tuttle, 
about this team and what their outlook is. And we also talked about that Iowa Penn State game. And we used the bet online uh, odds to kind of take a look at what our picks would be. We both said Iowa minus one would be our pick. Bet online's your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. We've used them all season. They have more odds, more props, more contests than ever before with an updated site. If you guys head on over there today, use promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're giving you free money. You can use it on football. You can use it on the basketball season coming up. You can use it on playoff baseball. You can use it on their Vegas casino games. Bet Online's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. So the Big Ten Freshman of the Year race is going to be an interesting one because it's a, a very loaded field when it comes to incoming freshmen. So the runaway winner was Caleb Houston of Michigan, who had 20 of the votes uh, the from the media. Number 10 ranked prospect by 247 Sports, obviously a five-star guy out of Montverde where the Hoosiers have Jalen hood Shafino uh, coming next year. So that gives you a sense of the type of basketball factory it is. Max Christie was second with seven points uh, with for Michigan State, the number 19 recruit. One point went to Bryce McGowans of Nebraska, who's the number 28 recruit. No points, no votes, no nothing for Tamar Bates, which I was a little surprised by. Uh, obviously, this mirrored the pre- the rankings of the recruits coming in. Tamar Bates was 30th, right behind Bryce McGowan's. Um, but I it I was surprised because I think Tamar Bates is going to have a pretty big role in this Hoosier team. This is a team that doesn't have a lot of guards right now. N- not proven guards, certainly. Not proven guards at IU. It's going to be a wide-open race when it comes to Mike Woodson's offense. There are point guards. He's talked a lot about Xavier Johnson, about Rob Finnessy. Uh, he's talked a lot about how good they've looked. But you, I don't think you can play both those guys at the same time. And even if you do, there's still going to be a need for scoring. Tamar Bates could pretty easily step into that role this season and put up big scoring numbers for uh, this Hoosier team. He it'll be interesting to see what his role is because we've talked a little bit about him. He didn't start in either of the games in the Bahamas, but he played really well off the bench. He's a three level scorer, can get to the basket, can finish in the mid range. He can knock down three pointers. The Hoosiers are going to need someone like him. That's why I ultimately think he will be a starter uh, when the first game comes, maybe not necessarily the first game, but when the games really start to matter, I think he'll be a starter. Uh, he's a score first type of combo guard and the Hoosiers can utilize that because they have guys like, like we mentioned, Xavier Johnson, Rob Fennessy, Christian Lander, that can be the more traditional point guards. So I think him and trace could form a really interesting duo And I think there's a much more clear path for Tamar Bates to be freshman of the year than there is probably for Trace to be Big Ten player of the year. 
freshman of the year is always such a wild prediction because you don't know how these guys are going to uh, handle the adjustment from high school basketball to college. Maybe Caleb Houston hits the ground running, fills in the shoes of the guys who left Michigan, and he's a stud. But we've seen lots of times that adjustment's a little harder and you don't hit the ground running, and that's not indicative of being a bad player. It's just a tough adjustment, especially when it comes to the Big Ten. So I was a little surprised Tamar Bates didn't receive any votes. I was just surprised Caleb Houston got 20 of the 28 votes. So uh, I guess in the end, it's probably the safest bet to just kind of toe the line when it comes to the the prospect rankings and just pick the guy who was ranked highest, which makes sense. I'm not arguing that. That's probably what I would do if my vote was public. But uh, I, I think Tamar Bates could have a really big season. And I am going to be interested to see what his role is going to be with the Hoosiers. And uh, if he's able to put up numbers that gets him in contention for that Big Ten Freshman of the Year uh, award, because I certainly think it's possible and it would be a fun fun little narrative if this Hoosier team is, is indeed a middle-of-the-road team, uh, then maybe seeing if Tamar Bates can get that award will be a fun little fun little thing to pay attention to this season. That'll do it for us this week. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers uh, your first listen every day. This is our 50th episode, which I mentioned. I just want to thank you guys for all the support you've given me in this show through these first 50 episodes. I certainly came in completely green, completely blind. And I'm sure if I listen back to that first episode, it was a rough one. So thank you guys for joining us at, at the ground floor. Uh, we are building up. Last week was our biggest week ever, and I hope to only go up from here, especially with basketball on the way. That should be a little more fun to talk about, but I just want to thank you guys for listening, for subscribing, rating, reviewing, subscribing on YouTube, whatever it is you guys have done, following us on Twitter, on Instagram, all that stuff. Huge thank you to you guys. Thank you for all the support. It certainly has not gone unnoticed. We'll be back next week. We will talk football. We're going to get back into the groove of things. Uh, we have a big game against Michigan State coming up. I tabled the discussion on the defense because I want to talk about it next week because they deserve, again, their whole entire show to talk about how good this defense is. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week. We'll probably have a crossover show to talk Michigan State, and we will give you all the information you guys need for that ranked matchup with the Spartans. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Jacob Rood. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe, all that stuff I've already told you. Thanks again. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, guys, and LEO.